0: Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey, what's up everyone? It's Tito. I have not done one of these in like forever. My apologies guess i haven't been feeling that motivated but we're going to jump back into these monday motivation motivation mondays and this one's going to be a quick chat about paulo cohill coho um brazilian uh writer um if you haven't read the book the alchemist um years ago i heard will smith talking about it and made me go out and get the book it's a short read so it's one of those good ones you can get a lot of good stuff out of something and and if you're a slow reader like me it's okay you can get through it but really good book um and and the book kind of challenges like how you think and how you believe in yourself and everything and it it opened up a lot of things in me years ago um but I, I I actually heard this quote watching this National Geographic um Uh, uh, show on on these uh, people who live in Alaska kind of way off the grid right and this guy said it said this quote and I'm like wow that's beautiful It sounds familiar but I totally want to look it up and so I looked it up and guess who wrote it you know Paolo did and it is the world is changed by your example not by your opinion and, and I want to I wanna lead that our discussion today on that. The world is changed by your example, not by your opinion. So I've talked about this a lot, you know, be, be an agent of change, be the person you, you wish is written up here on the back of the board if you're watching this on YouTube, be the person that you needed, right? So instead of talking about what the problems are, instead of pointing the finger at everyone, you know, are, are you setting the example? You know, if you want people to, you know, get out of poverty, are you doing something? Are you working with uh, your business or with the business you work for to ensure that everyone gets a fair shake of jobs? Are you are you reaching out in those communities to find out why, you know, poverty's up or homelessness is up or whatever? I guess what I'm trying to say is we all, we all, I don't care where you're at in your life, right? I wasn't working... Uh, um, not too long ago, and doing some consulting here and there, but basically living off savings, right? And it's one of those things where, on one side, you feel good because you have savings to live off, and on the other side, you're like, "Holy crap! Like maybe I do need to just go work at Jack in the Box, right, to, to kind of pay bills." Um, and the reality is, is you know, as you move up in your career, the higher you get, the harder it is to find jobs in that kind of realm and people always want all this crazy experience and specific niches and everything. Anyway, that's a whole nother talk. <laughs> but what I want to say is, you know, if you want to be that example, right, you, you got to kind of get out there and do it. And when I say, uh, get out there and do it, um, it's okay to have an opinion and not always take action because you can have an opinion every time someone brings something up, right? Someone says, you know, um, Racism. You can have an opinion and maybe you're not going out there like protesting and everything. But what I'm saying is when when you're a highly opinionated individual, like you're always trying to put your two cents and tell people how they should be living their lives. What it really boils down to, if you want to see that change in the world, be the change, right? Be the example. The world is changed by your example, not by your opinion, right? I think we've also fallen into this uh, with social media where me right now I can put my opinion out there all freaking day and anyone who wants to bask in my opinion can listen watch it absorb my content on whatever social media channels you follow me on right but the reality is this am I doing crap about it right and many of you know um, that a lot of things I do do something about not everything, but a lot. I'll give an example. Um, coming out of prison, um, dealing with the issues that you deal with, and literally almost 13 years later, still dealing with a lot of those issues, right? But one of the things that I saw was I had support when I got out. I had my parents, I had my family, I had a place to stay, I people to take care of me without me having to provide for myself, right? That's huge for someone getting out of prison, especially long-term incarceration. I did twelve years. There's people that do forty freaking years. Uh, one of the the, the homies, um, and not a homie that I was associated with inside, but but a homie as an ex-convict, uh, he did upward of fifty. I think he did do fifty. Um, I'm gonna have to reach out and, and check with him. But anyway. Like literally think of that after that much time, who do you have? What do you have to come home to? Right. And, and even if there is family, if you do a year and you have nobody, you were homeless before and nobody cared about you. What makes you think someone's going to care about you now? Right. So support is a huge piece. Right. But then. The system will put you into another system, which is you know um, these transitional living environments, where it's like being in prison but you're outside of prison, right? And and those places are for profit; they don't care about you. It's a money game, right? So I was I was going in and trying to talk with guys that were going through these programs, to let them know like the things that they needed to know to be successful that probably the programs aren't going to tell them because they honestly benefit more if they come back or they violate or whatever right so i'm doing all this but i'm also asking like what 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 are the those barriers what are those trigger points for you guys like how can i kind of put together something better to talk about to help individuals right and one of the the things that i got back from so many people was like we wish there was somewhere else we could go besides geo care and all these other places and not to say the geo and and um geez what's the other one uh, uh volunteers of america so not to say that they're a hundred percent bad but they're set up they're, they're they're for profits like they make money right so i was like man what could i do and so i started looking at stuff and i found out like there was this other guy who was locked up and uh rest in peace he's dead he actually got shot and killed um but um he set up a transitional house and he was actually getting some money from individuals and so he was making money off of it while he worked as an assistant manager at at Goodwill and I was like whoa that's crazy so I went I talked to him I said hey this is something I've been thinking about doing and I'm sitting here thinking I don't have the resources but you make like nothing compared to what I make so if you're doing it you know and, and needless to say I was like can I can I pick your brain? He's like, sure. He took me to where his transitional house was. I met the guys and I saw his program and I saw a bunch of gaps and opportunities. And so I went on the hunt to find my own place and I found a house. So instead of sitting there and just having an opinion and bitching about a problem, I went out until I found a place. I partnered with some people. I got lucky. I met up with one of my old cellmates from way back, like 20 something years ago. And, um, He helped me because he was in construction. He helped me fix up this place and I bought all the bunk beds and I put together curriculum for classes on how to, you know, how to go from nothing, not having an idea or anything to getting a job and being self-sufficient. Like I did all this work out of love, money out my pocket, but I, I set the example, right? I'm proud of that place, Granny's House. It's still open to this day. I'm totally detached from it, but I love that I was able to do that labor of love, right? But instead of just being the person complaining about something and offering my opinion of what things should be done, I went out and blood, sweat, and tears, and financially put myself out there to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. Now, am I telling you guys you need to invest tens of thousands of dollars into uh what your opinions say the world should be different? No. But think about it, if you if you think homelessness in your area is a problem, can you go volunteer? Because your time is money, right? Can you go volunteer? If you're good at writing grants and stuff, can you help someone write a grant, right? If you're good at, at negotiation, could you go in and volunteer some hours at a nonprofit, be a board member or something where your expertise, connections and everything can realign? I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a guy I was in um high school with, uh recently got back in touch with him, um, my buddy Andy. Um he's just got approved to be a tutor for math in San Quentin, So he reached out to me to get some, you know, insight on how how he should go about that and you know what's the best way to communicate with inmates and everything else. We had a great conversation, you know, but once again he saw an issue and he decided to volunteer his time and deal with that. So my question, my challenge to you is, what are you willing to do? How are you going to go get involved in that? Make it happen.